What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, baby. Hello, love. Hello. Hello, world. Hello, world. Um, I guess we should say the episode's late. Yeah. But there's a reason for that. Yeah, thanks for your patience, everyone. While I finished up my first year of massage school. How about that? I had to write five exams in three days and... uh the week before that, I had two really intense exams. We have these like practical exams as well as written exams. So the practical exams are really hands-on. And there's like a lot of performance element to it. And um, I honestly felt like from the middle of the semester to the end of the semester, we jumped, they jumped a hole. They took a, not a hard left, but like they, the expectations rose quite a bit for what we would be asked to do in our final exam. Uh, which required the step was requ- was a lot of critical thinking. What do you mean by performance? Like, well, like you- performing, like you know, like like hands on performance, like yeah. performing. So, like from the minute I walk in 
to the exam cubicle right. where I have 15 minutes to deliver a massage, I have to hit all these certain points. It's a really quick massage. Yeah. Uh, I have to come in and I have to say, introduce myself, say this like some mandatory consent stuff. Right. Um, address, tell them what I'm going to do, explain how and why I'm going to do it, and then I have to do it. But I have to be talking and moving at the same time because 15 minutes is not <coughs> very long. Yeah. And I've only had two minutes outside of the cubicle <sighs> to be introduced to my client. Got you. So what's give what's given to me is like a piece of paper that says your client is, you know, an eighteen year old hockey player with who you know got hit. Wait, last are these week. real people? No. Okay, it's all it's all like those yeah, so, actors. So there's a part of the performance piece because right. it's not an actor; it's my classmate. Sure. Okay. Sure. But so there's this element of imagination that but you you're have to balance. Actor. I'm for, an actor. So for them. They're getting a real. They're getting, they're getting the real deal. Real fake treatment. Yeah. Um, because it's obviously, you know, my partner was not an 18 year old hockey player with a a week old contusion on their yeah. left anterior thigh. Mine is just the part person who's no bruises or anything. Yeah, but if you were playing the hockey player, they wouldn't be able to I would decipher. I was clutching my thigh, and they, uh, yeah, and they would go. I thought wailing. I was. Supposed to, I thought I was supposed to be massaging Bridie. Uh, no, because. The thing is, I would lose professional points if I did anything like that to my <laughs> my partner. Right. Okay. But uh. All right. Sorry. Yeah. So 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 there's like all this. There's this level of imagination where you're like, this is the client, even though it's like not what you feel with your hands. Yeah. 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 And then the here's this de- sequence that I've designed to help you. Well, I just had this experience, you know, that's so classic. I went, I was not feeling very confident in this last one because I, not that I'm not a good critical thinker, but I'm not necessarily the fastest critical thinker. Sure. And when you couple that with um, like pressurized negative self-talk, like, oh, like you got to figure this out, you know, like that's taking up energy and real estate in my brain at the same time as I'm trying to critically think. So the night before I decided because we've done a bunch of these practice ones and I decided I was going to do something that's like a big thing for me as this was a big thing for me in acting school it's no surprise it's showing up here too is you got to make a commitment and just stick to it right right make a choice and go and commit to it yeah which are not things that I'm very good at (laughs) in general right and so I get two minutes outside the cubicle to make a plan, make decisions, make choices, and stick to it. So I'm doing that. That's my goal. That's what I want to get out of today's experience. I go in. I start. I mix up one little thing, like not remembering to put like a pillow under my patient's legs. Yeah. And... I feel it start. In retrospect, I felt it begin at that moment. This slow, steady, completely predictable and reliable loss of belief in myself oh, no. as I went. So I forgot the pillow. Whatever. Not a big deal. <clears throat> then I start doing the technique. I'm doing the technique. So I start doing my first technique. I realize I've missed a step, but I got to keep going. So I keep going. Then I keep then I get to my next technique and I realize I'm on the wrong leg. 
I should be treating the other side of the leg. So I say out loud, I should be on the other side. And then my goal kicked back in. It said, commit. So I just kept going. Oh, no. On the, oh, on the wrong well, leg. Well, that's too much commitment Right? There. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're committing in the worst way possible. So now, so now I'm working oh, on the fuck. wrong leg. My eyes are wide. Part of my brain is like totally bugging out, like has gone off the rails. Like I'm not even thinking about switching legs anymore. Oh but God. there's a part of my brain that's occupied with that. And then, you know, I'm fucking up things. Then I finish before the three minute warning goes off. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe I have time to turn her around and, uh, and like do the right, right. The do right the correct leg. side. Yeah. Like I've got time, obviously. So I go to turn her over. I notice I hadn't removed the pillow again. So again, I'm just downsliding here. I haven't removed the pillow to turn her over again. I'm losing patience. I grab the sheets to like the, do this maneuver where you fold the sheets up over them and, and whatever, just like a way of not exposing them while they're turning. As, but I've already gotten frustrated. I've already lost trust in myself and I lift up the sheet and I expose my client. Oh, no. And I go, fuck. Did and you I say that out loud? And I said, fuck out oh, loud. Wow. Oh, oh, no. And then by that point, I just covered her back over and I went, I don't know what to do. So I just went over to her shoulders and I just like pushed on her shoulders and I s- totally like, it was just so obvious. Crying? I didn't cry, but I was like, it was so obvious. And then I looked at the proctor and she was like, are you done? I need to hear you tell me that you're done. And I was like, and I looked and there was like this other piece that I was, I had to put hot, hot water bottle or hot water hydro on her. I was like, yeah, I'll put that on there for 15 minutes. And that, and then, and then I'm done. And I walked out and I was like, I would fucking fail me. Yeah. I would fail me. And did she fail you? She did not fail me. She was very generous. You know why she didn't fail you? Because. Because you're the top of your class. You're no, fucking nailing I'm it. I'm not the top of my class. No, but you're pretty damn good. You know what's wrong though? I mean, yes, thank you. I'm doing great. I'm really happy. My grades were great. I'm really happy with what I learned. I'm really impressed with myself. Um... Yeah, really impressed with myself. But I'm obsessed a little bit with this, like, you know, all through high school, it's the same. I was like, I did well, but I didn't really apply myself. Mm. And I and I worry about that as a life habit that I have. Yeah. Do you have, do you, I just worry too much, I guess, about myself. I gotta get some hobbies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Are you asking, do I feel that I, way about my life? Yeah, I just worry about yeah, that. Fucking as a, constantly. As a work ethic. Yeah, I've, 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 I've like, I've shit. I don't know. It waxes and wanes. Sometimes I'm really on the ball. Sometimes I'm, I, I think I just have ADHD. Right. You know? And when I'm like on and I'm in the flow, yeah. I'm fucking awesome. And when I'm not, I'm fucking way not. Yeah, I feel like I'm way not. But I, I do know that I was just doing the damn thing. And I think that that translates like to every part of my life, like yeah. in relationships, yeah. same thing. You know, sometimes I'm like fucking killing it in the relationship. And then sometimes I'm like, You're, you suck. <laughs> you suck at this relationship thing. Yeah. Sex, same thing, you know? Yeah. I should, I should remember. And I do try to remember <clears throat> that it, it always is like that yeah. when I feel like, oh, it's this way all the time. It's not. It's not. No. No, it's never any way all the time ever. Um, 
Yeah. Well. Uh, well, you're done your exams. I'm done my exams. We're, the we're episode finding, is coming. We're finding out. some time to record this episode and put it out. Literally, yeah. the moment that it, we're done recording this, it's going out. <laughs> thanks <clears> for <throat> your patience, everybody. So yeah, thanks for your patience, everyone. Um, it's funny because we don't use social media, so we have no way of telling people <laughs> that, like, hey, don't worry, you're going to get an episode this week. It's just going to be late. Yeah. We just, but here it is. You, you trust us. We yeah, yeah. You know, your phone hey, will tell you. Did you know that um, our favorite podcast, uh, our favorite true crime podcast, um, Morbid, just got picked up by Wondry? I didn't. Yeah. That Interesting. Fun? Very cool. Good for them. I know. I think what they're doing is, is really fun. They're pretty great. Yeah. Um, speaking of entertainment, yeah. Um, have you watched Minx yet? Nope. Okay. Do you know what it is about? I think we've talked about it briefly. Uh, yeah, you brought it up last uh, week, I think. I, I don't I don't remember. So it's like based in the, so 70s. in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. about a magazine, a, a feminist magazine uh, creator who pairs up with like a really successful pornographer. Okay. And they publish this magazine together called Minx. Yep. Um, it's like a limited, I don't know if it's a limited series. It didn't have a very strong season ending, I didn't find. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if there's more. But it's it's entertaining and uh, there's some right great eye candy in it. But um, in the eye candy is in just attractive people, yeah. or there's like a bunch of nice tits and dongs flying there around. There are so that's what I want to talk about is uh, per- particularly the dongs because in the huh. first or second episode, I can't remember, they are auditioning for the first male nude centerfold. In oh, this yeah. feminist magazine. Oh, yeah. And I think there's something like 30 penises in that episode. There's like a whole audition montage. Are they real, do you think? Some of them are real. And some aren't. And some of them are prosthetic. Did you look this up? Uh, well, one or you, you can could just tell. tell. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I follow this online, I don't know what you would call it, magazine called theconversation.com. Yeah. Um, and it got I got this in my email the other uh, I guess last month, March 18th. And it said how prosthetic penises in shows like HBO's Minx reinforce existing stereotypes and taboos. And I thought this was really interesting. Okay. I think this is going to go well with something that I have prepped for today. Oh, fantastic. Um, Okay. So I'm just going to read you the part of this first part of this article. And then I want to know what you think. Okay. Entertainment Weekly. Oh, so this was, uh, yeah, from theconversation.com. Entertainment Weekly recently published an interview with actor Taylor Zakhar Perez, teasing the piece with a headline about Perez bearing it all as a nude model for a 1970s magazine centerfold in the first episode in HBO Max's scandalous new show, Minx. The real scandal, in my view, is not the promised nudity, but the way it's misrepresented. Perez never actually appears fully nude in that episode. He wears a prosthetic penis. So these are becoming more and more popular over the like many years, like last, you know, three or four years, lots of penises have been showing up. Game of Thrones. Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones is like, here, look, guys. Yeah. We're, Boardwalk Empire had lots of boobs, I think, in it. I don't know. Well, boobs have been around forever. Yeah. Boob, but boobs have been shown in shows forever. But dicks, I think Game of Thrones, is, Game of Thrones might be the first television show where I went, whoa. That's a dick. Yeah. Um, so also, okay, from the... So also, this guy, uh, Taylor Perez, holy fucking yowza. Yeah, he's a... Yowza. Pretty, pretty... He's a pretty boy. I had a whole, really, uh, a paragraph in here somewhere about all the different shows that have, have, have like, 
you know, the Righteous Gemstones, um, Euphoria has like a, one scene with 30 dicks in it as, apparently as well. Um, there's Those are the classic ones that are referenced in the mm. different articles that I've read. Um, Wait, there's dicks in Righteous Gemstones? Apparently there's a dick in Righteous... Then there's one in The White Lotus I've, I've as well. I've watched all the Righteous Gemstones. I can't, I can't, I can't remember the dick scene. Um, God, that show is funny. Holy fuck. I wonder if it says in this article. Righteous Dem- Gemstones, when Danny McBride's character... An evangelical preacher snorts coke with a sex worker before his pal with a small penis has sex with her. So is there like a small penis prosthetic joke in there or something? Uh, yeah, there's, uh, I, I don't remember that, but anyway. Okay. So anyway, it's been around for a while. Um, so this writer is saying that the way in which actors are wielding their th- penis, the nude penis, full frontal penis is deceptively described as partaking in full frontal nudity. She says, I think it's a, she who wrote this actually. Um, basically what's wrong with showing the real thing? Like why not show the real penis? Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, argues that it's really at that point, a costume mm-hmm. as opposed to breasts, which are real full frontal nudity. Yeah, like how often do you see tits in a show or a movie, but they're like, pro- like they're a prosthetic tit. Yeah, only if they're on like a man pretending, yeah, you know, yeah. an, a non-tit owning yeah. tit Because I, I know this happens a lot where you see breasts in film or television and they're not the actual, br- they are real breasts, but they're, they're breasts of somebody else, not the actual actor that's showing their breasts. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, so like body double. Yeah. yeah. For example, The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. There's a scene with a naked mermaid. Yes. And the boobs on that mermaid are not that actress's boobs. Right. I actually know whose boobs they are. I know whose boobs they are. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who just happened to be on the set <laughs> who was like, I know this actress isn't boobs. going to show her boobs, so yeah. I will. you can use mine if you want. And yeah. they were like, cool, get in there. Get in there. Yep. Great. Hope she, hope she made some good money on that. Um, cause I think, I don't know. I, <laughs> maybe just immediate actor credit. I don't know. Oh yeah. Why not? Okay. So this writer goes on to say Minx is set in the 1970s, tells the story of an activist who becomes the editor of an erotic feminist magazine that includes nude male centerfolds. Her partner in the enterprise is a successful pornographer. The premise seems right for actors to appear in the flesh. And sure enough, early coverage of the show plays up this element. Minx, according to a review in Deadline, uses nudity to, quote, defang the insidious shame associated with sexuality in all forms. In the show, a penis is just a penis and a breast is a mere breast, unquote. This writer says, but a prosthetic penis is not just a penis. It's not even a penis. Yep. Um, the Minx pilot does include a minute-long scene in which about 18 bottomless men audition to appear in the centerfold and flashes of their purportedly real penises are shown. Someone's doing that thing, you know, where they can swing it around, it, like like a hands on a clock. I can do that. Yeah, I, that <coughs> thing that you can do. Someone does that. I don't think you could do that with a prosthetic penis based on, yeah, right. based on how they function. Yeah. And I did a little research on that too. Um, Although the New York Times praised the montage for its unusual degree of realism, I think it highlights how the show carefully regulates the representation of penises. None of the men in this brief scene are major characters. It terms, turns out some of them actually wore prosthetic penises, and the one who's ultimately chosen, played by Perez, wears a prosthesis, 
which simply amounts to a costume. Um, so yeah, I kind of wanted to know what you think. So what are they saying here? Are they saying that like, that there's, it's not the like revel television revel, like revolution or revolutionary that people are like, Oh, it's the year of cock on television. Right. It's like, is it, is it if it is? Yeah. It isn't if it's a dildo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's interesting because I know that breasts and penises don't seem to fall into, even in my own sensibility, the same category of nudity. No, like, I mean, no, I don't think so either. Um, I'm trying to think now of like, just like full blown vagina in film. Yeah. I don't think we see that ever. Not a lot. Really. Like that's pretty rare. Yeah. Butthole may, I mean, we see butts, but not like butthole. No. You don't see that very much. No. You definitely don't see vagina very much. So like, it is kind of wild that we're, that we are seeing penises on fucking television, like in movies. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you can do what you want. Yeah. You can do what you want in movies, but like, but on, but in television to see a penis, it is a kind of a big deal regardless of whether or not it's prosthetic or not. Yeah. Um, I wonder if this is like going to lead us to like HBO being like, all right, we've been showing the penises, we've been showing boobs forever. Let's like, let's get a, let's get a full blown pussy up in there. (laughs) Maybe get some butthole action. It's going to be HBO. Yeah. 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 Or like show, showtime. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, like the, like, okay. So if I was an actor yeah, and I was on a show and they're like, we have a scene where you gotta like, you, you have to have your penis out. Yeah. I'd be like, look, guys, I'm sorry, but no one wants to see my penis. <laughs> what if it was important to the scene or role or character? If At my penis is, it? so so if my penis is erect, I can get behind that. I'm okay with showing that. They would use a prosthetic penis for a hard-on. Yeah. So if, so if it's an erect penis, I'm da- I will show it. I'm down. If it's, a, if it's my flaccid penis... We don't, no one wants to see that. Now, I'm probably contributing to like, like problematic penis thinking, (laughs) right? Like, but, but I mean, I literally had a conversation with, with my, my girlfriend the other day where we were talking about my penis and problematic penis. (laughs) And I was saying, I was saying how, like, like, I don't feel, I don't feel really comfortable i feel very vulnerable being naked in front of someone when when my when i don't either have either have a, an erect penis or like i don't have like um like the blood flow is kind of like like freely going to that area okay right so like, like if you're standing up for a okay, long time okay no, no no so so let me let me work it this way like the the penis is um maybe some people know most people probably know this but maybe some people don't but the penis is a a lot of penises not all but but a lot of penises are very capable of going through massive size differences even without an erection right yeah so like if i'm really relaxed and not turned on but like just relaxed like crazy yeah um i actually don't know what it is that makes this happen but like my penis could be um 
much larger than what it no- typically would be, mm. but it's not hard. Just when you're happy? Not even, not even that. Like it has nothing to when do with relax. like how I'm feeling. It's, I think it's more so like a relaxation thing or maybe like a heat thing or something like that. Right. So like warm, relaxed, not like, not, um, not physically exerting myself or anything like that. If I'm, fi- if I'm, if I'm working out, if I'm going for a run, if I'm cold, if I'm, you know, if I just used it and it's been a little while or just probably 80% of the day, my penis, when it's just like flaccid and there's no like blood flow to that area, yeah, it's fucking super tiny. <laughs> it's this little, it's this little like fucking nub. Like it's just, it's really small. It's just tucked in. Yeah, kind of. But then if I get, if I do get erect, it grows, it, it, it grows to, a, to a length and a girth that is unbelievable when you compare the two. Like it is so hard to conceive that something so understated can all of a sudden become, <laughs> I think, kind of impressive. Like I, I, don't, I, I know I don't have a, I, don't, I know I don't, like if we were looking at like, a, you know, the, the average penis size across the planet, I am, as an erect penis owner, I am probably just slightly above the average in the world, mm-hmm. right? But if it's not erect, it's, it, it, it varies so drastically. And more often than not, because I'm like, I'm a quote grower, not a shower. Yeah. When it's not erect, it's really, really, really uh, unimpressive. Like it's, it, it can be very, very small. Dis, like distractingly you, small. No. Yes, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've seen it lots. I know you have. And I at rest. I know. And I've <laughs> seen and I've seen lots of penises at rest. And ev- almost every single time I look at other penises that are at rest. But how often are you comparing them to those penises hard? Because never. Well, yeah, not not often, but but um but even then, even yeah. still. Even still, if those penises have the ability to do what mine does when mine's soft, yeah, then those penises must be huge, right? When they're hard, right? Right. Compared to mine, so so if I was an actor and they're like, "We want to put your penis on the screen," yeah, a I I would I would be way too self conscious about the size of my flaccid penis. I just I like I I wouldn't be able to fucking wrap my head around. It. I go because I I don't even like being naked in front of my like. No, I go to the gym with Brian and we're in the chain yeah. room. I'm like, I'll put a towel on, take my fucking shit off because I'm like, I don't want Brian to look at my little tiny, like. You guys don't show each other your penises? No, 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 no. Really? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, like sometimes I'll like I've You've I've shown them I've shown them my penis right for a laugh. Yeah, you know, but like <laughs> if, if we're just hanging out and like getting changed in the change room, you're, I'll turn around. You're all I'll turn around because because it, it I don't I've I've. I'm t- whatever. I like, I'm too self, I'll, I'll fucking say it. I'm too self-conscious about it. I'm self-conscious about the size of my dick. When even after I've had sex with a partner, someone who I've been with for years and it's like time to get up out of the bed to like go clean myself off or even like get in a shower. I'm not even consciously thinking about it. I'm turning my body in ways so that there's like minimum eye contact with what is going on down there when it's not hard. When my penis is hard, I'd walk into a fucking, if this was like, uh, you know, accepted and people wanted this, I'd walk into a party with my hands on my hips and go, ah, like, ah, like, look at me, check it out. Look at it. Fucking look at it. Look at it. 
totally comfortable with that. But when it's flaccid, way too self-conscious, way too like uncomfortable with the way that it naturally sits, unless there's that weird thing where some, somehow there's like some blood flow down there and it's just hanging good. Yeah. You could. So as an know, actor, I would I would say no. I'd be like, no, give me a, give me a fucking prosthetic. Okay. And, and maybe, I mean, I don't know, maybe this Taylor Prez guy, maybe that's what he was thinking. Or maybe his agent was like, you're not putting your fucking penis on the screen because that will be, that'll be a disaster for your career or whatever the fuck. Like, I, you know, whatever well, they think. I just thought, too, the prosthetic they gave him was ob- so obviously fake. Right. It didn't, that really bothered me. Yeah. It didn't really move like a penis. Because you got so, like, you know, Michael Fassbender. Dude, that guy, that guy's like... <laughs> I'll show you my dick. I don't care. Right. And I know, and, and there's a reason why. Okay. Is, is it impressive? Oh, is it yes. nice looking? My goodness. Even flaccid? Oh, yeah. It's nice looking. Guy's got a, a fucking grown man's forearm just hanging off. Him. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this article says, I love that it quotes the show. I, I looked this up while you were chatting because I think, I hear what you're saying. I, I think that, and that's, you know, obviously your personal choice. Um, and everyone's personal choice. But I wish I didn't feel that way. Yeah. I, I don't feel I, like I don't like the fact that I'm self-conscious about the size of my flaccid penis. Right. I hate that. Yeah. I wish I didn't give well, a fuck. Well, next time but you like, feel yourself curling away, ooh, ooh. curling into yourself a little Can't bit, even. just roll your shoulders back and no. stand up tall. Like whenever, whenever this has happened so many times in my life as an adult. Whenever the notion of skinny dipping has come up, immediately my head starts, like a voice in my head starts going, fuck man, I hope not. I hope there's at least one other person who chooses not to so that I'm not the only one who goes, nah, I'm good. Because that, that nah, I'm good. If I'm the only one that does it, then I go that everyone's going to know the reason why. Or they're going to think. They're going to hypothesize. uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, so, okay. That's significant. That is a significant thing. And I mean, you're not being asked to to do that, but would you want to have a part in designing or having a say in which... Prosthetic dick I got? Yeah, because they're not cheap to make. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. You'd be like... I'd be like, it's got to be cut. I don't want an uncut. That's not true. To what me. if that's not true to the character? It, well, it doesn't matter. My my whatever the character I'm playing, he got cut. That's what a part. If he that's gets part of my backstory. Later in the movie, after you've seen his uncut penis. Oh, like in the <laughs> film, there's a scene where he gets circumcised. Yeah, like well, like then that well then you'd ha- then of course story about you. Yeah, yeah your, you'd have to you'd have to do that. Yeah, 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 you'd have to do that. Okay. But but if it was like it's uh, it's my backstory, I get to make it up. Yeah, my character's always got a circumcised penis. Okay, and that's just because I I have that, and yeah. so it's like you know it's got to be it's got to be cut, and um, that's pretty much it. I wouldn't like, really have I wouldn't really have much say in like its size. Oh no! What if it was the size that you feel uncomfortable with on your own anatomy? <laughs> Well, I was just about to answer that, but then I, but now, now I'm a little stumped because I, I, I was going to say, well, I don't fucking care because it's not mine. So it doesn't matter. If that's the character's penis, then, then. Would you walk around going, I can't believe I have to stuff my giant penis into this small prosthetic all day, every day <laughs> for this scene? No, no. I'd be like, well, no, I go, how perfect <laughs> is this that this thing is 
It fits so well with like my love. small dick. Um, but then, yeah, I guess if I'm doing that, then why the fuck wouldn't I just go, well, I'll just use mine. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. And what about, um, like, they're like, do you want, like, full bush or... Cause like they, I wouldn't care. Because the way they attach them is uh, there's two versions. One uh, is glue where they glue it know at the all front. Because I researched this for this conversation. They attach the, are you talking about the pubes? Uh, no, the whole prosthetic the whole with the pubes attached and everything. Do they put, do you slide your dick into the fake dick? I don't, I don't know. I don't uh, know okay, the answer okay. to that. But I do know that they glue it to like right around the front of your like pubic bone. Right. Um, and if they do it that way, they can only use a prosthetic once, apparently, because uh, the glue just makes the, the the substance used to remove the glue renders this prosthetic unusable. Right. Again. Sure. Um, huh. Interesting. Uh, but you can also do it with a strap on like um, I don't know if you've ever seen a strapless bra. Sometimes strapless bras come with these invisible like plastic straps that you can add here to your own bra to make it a strap on bra okay but with the illusion that it's strapless um they would rig that as a part of the harness for holding the the prosthetic penis on one that you sort of go up that goes up around your waist man maybe michael fassbender had a fake dick in that movie uh, you know who didn't have a fake dick in a movie is Alexander Sarsgaard. That doesn't that surprise guy? me. No. Anyone with the last name Sarsgaard, <laughs> they're rocking a big old dick, fucking hog, <laughs> for sure. Those Vikings, man, the Vikings had huge dicks. Did you? Here's an interesting thing. Did you know that small dicks back in like the back in like um, I don't know, like the like the 14th century, even before that, like back in the Roman times when the Romans were roaming the, you know, now the UK and like even when the Romans left and when the when the Saxons took over the UK and it was like Northumbria and, and you know, Anglia and all those places, small dicks were considered proper. Like yeah. if, you had, if you had a small penis, it was like, okay, yeah. You're, that's you're, why all the sculptures and statues are that's made. That's why they all penis. have small dicks. But yeah. then then the Vikings started coming over. Uh-oh. And when the Vikings came over from from the Nordic countries. Paddling to, their canoes with their basically giant. Basically paddling the, their fucking ca- canoes. You mean they're like warships <laughs> with, with their the- giant fucking oars <laughs> coming off their, off their, off their, their hips. <laughs> when they landed and they started, you know, raping and pillaging. They had massive dicks. They all had huge cocks. And they were like, the, the fact that their penises were large was like appalling to the people there. Also because the raping. They, well, that too. But, but the, they're, they're like, the, you know, when things settled and it was like, you know, bygones could be bygones. And they were saying having beers. They were like, yeah, what's with like you guys? Yeah, you guys got way your dicks are gross. You'd They're stop huge. Wearing skirts and it was it was it pants. was because they were like they they were viewed as as like as savage as like these like animals. Yeah, be, with these big fucking untamable penises, dicks. But all you know, all the all the English were you know proper, these little little proper proper tiny penises. You know, tea party penises. Yeah. Um. Uh. I love this line from from Minx. One character says. Uh, not all wieners are the same. They're shorties, fatties, long ones, flatties, and another adds playful, shy, jaded, bored. <laughs> yeah, I think mine's a, play, a sh- playfully shy. Um, <laughs> coy. 
Yeah, yeah. Koi little, koi? Koi, a koi boy. Guess how much a prosthetic penis costs to make? Per penis? According to um, how the sausage gets made. $750. Sixty-five hundred and nine thousand. Oh well, what the fuck? What are they using? Well, it, it, if it has to have some sort of liquid involved, like say it has to pee or it has to go be oh, come right. erect, right. it has like you know, it's got mechanical. There's some like engineering involved. Exactly. Hmm. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Did you see Pam and Tommy? No, I didn't. Okay. There's a lot of mention of that in the articles that I was reading. Um, yeah. Well, his dick uh, in real life. Right. Is was supposed to be a monster. Extraordinarily right? impressively large. Well, apparently and in this movie it also It talks to him and stuff. Yeah, yeah there's scenes of like an am- animatronic dick like having conversations with him. Yeah, okay. There's lots of conversations about Yeah, that. he's got a It's not he's easy got that, to like find tall that skinny guy dick. On the internet. Tom- Tommy Lee's dick? Yeah. Yeah. Like I know you can oh, yeah, yeah. you can't like Google image it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tommy Yeah, yeah. Of course you can. You don't think someone... You look up Tommy Lee Penis, down? and it's... Uh, well, they, 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 there was a whole sex tape that came out of, of him. It's right here. How do you know if you're looking at the right one? Oh, that's yeah. it. That's from, the, that's from the sex tape. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. Will you watch that movie or no? Tommy, uh, Pam and Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd probably watch it at some point. Will you watch Minx? Yep. Yeah, sure. I'll watch it. Yeah. Have you watched Euphoria yet? No. I will though. I've had enough people now that have like convinced I me I gotta watch it. I, I I'll, I'll watch, watch it. I'll watch it too. Yeah. Turn me on podcast. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, here's an interesting thing. Uh, this is, which is really funny because this falls into what we were talking about. The country with the biggest average penis size in the world has been revealed. So if you've ever wondered which country has the largest average size penis, uh, then look no further as a recent poll of 89 or sorry, 86 nations have ranked them all from biggest to smallest. Uh, online pharmacy from Mars used Google data from 86 countries to conduct their study. And you might be surprised to hear their findings. 
Pharmacist Navin Kosla, who reviewed the study, said, quote, whether people are concerned about the size or shape or any other aspect for that matter, most of us have wondered at some point or another whether ours is big enough. Penis size can have a massive impact on confidence and self-image. So which country comes out, uh, which country com- comes out on top? According to the study, men in Ecuador are the most well-endowed with an average penis size of 6.93 inches, almost seven inches when erect. This makes a me- the measurement more than 10% of the average height. Uh, countries with the biggest penis size. So Ecuador is number one. Cameroon, number two. Bolivia, number three. Sudan, Haiti, Senegal, Gambia, Cuba. Number seven, Netherlands. Number those, seven? Those Vikings over there. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, they come out at 6.25. And then uh, Zambia, which is uh, number 10. Now, right. what do you think the what do you think is the smallest? Whoa! Oh my God, dude! Whoa! The numbers are crazy here. Okay, so the the uh, the country with the largest erect length, um, on average. So this is average size. Yeah, is Ecuador at okay. six point nine three? How does it say how many bodies they surveyed or how many people? Uh, I don't know. No. Okay. No. Who cares? Like, uh, like five. 86. The, la- the last is uh, 3.95 inches. Okay. That is, that's, that is pretty much almost double. Right. The size. Um, the difference is Cambodia. Okay. So the, the, the top uh, or the last 10 from, from shortest to longest uh, Cambodia, Taiwan, Philippines, Sri Lanka, Hong Kong, Bangladesh, Thailand, Vietnam, uh, and Malaysia. Okay. Where's Canada stack in there? Uh, Control F. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's an image, so I can't find it. I don't think Canada's in there. We don't even make the list. We're unremarkable over here. Interesting. Really? United States is 59. Number 59 on, yeah. on, on how many? Uh, out, of, <laughs> out of 86. Okay. Yeah. Well. United States comes in at 5.35. Yeah. Oh, whoa, Canada, number 12. Oh, interesting. Wow, at 6.19. Okay, six inches. So, so yeah, I stand by what I said. I'm, I'm at... at Erect length, I'm above average. Have you taken the measuring tape specifically to it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> what, what fucking male kid hasn't done that? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm guessing. Do you make little pencil marks on the wall as you get older? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just scoot up, lay my back against it. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, pissing how high can you piss up the wall? Yeah. What? When was that? Was that? I feel like. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. That was in a movie or something. Yeah. Some charming. Yeah, my friend Andrew, he can piss really far up a wall. <laughs> like so far that I was concerned about like the, the state of his urethra, where I was like, dude, that must hurt you. Was he pushing? Was he bearing down? Oh, he, oh yeah, he was pushing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, no. He, he can piss like two stories. It's not worth it. Oh, my God. What? Okay, I got to t- tell you about this. Okay. This is fucking crazy. Okay. Something happened with my cum. That really blew me away. Okay. So, I'm trying to think of like how I want to go into this. 
So my ejaculate, for people who don't know, is kind of non-existent. Any regular listener to the show knows, knows all about it. I know, it. I know. But hey, you never know. Maybe someone's listening for the first time and they're <laughs> going, what the fuck is this show? I've been just talking about dicks for 39 minutes. <laughs> um, my, my ejaculate, because, and, and I don't know the reasons for this. I, I, I attribute it to CF, I think. But I, I, I can't come, I don't have a vast reference, so I can't come sperm. So when I do come, um, and let's say, let's say I didn't come for like two weeks, which is like a really, that's backed up. That's a backed up load. That, that's, that's probably, I don't remember the last time I've gone two weeks without actually coming. Okay. But let's say I did. Mm-hmm. That would be a lot of come for me. And when I ejaculate uh, after like a two week buildup, um, it would be like maybe half a teaspoon and the consistency of it is like coconut water. Very like very watery, not viscous at all, like not not even remotely sticky, literally no different than you spilling a bit of water on your like arm or something mm-hmm. or in my case on my belly button. And so so, you know, it's like when you when I go to like wipe it away, it's you literally like I like when I come on myself, I don't need to clean up. I literally just go I just wipe and it's gone. And fling. Wipe, wipe and not there is no fling. It's like <laughs> wipe and moisture disappeared. <laughs> Evaporates. That's it. It's eva- yeah, exactly. It's gone. Yeah. If it hardens, it's not sticky. Like it doesn't <clears throat> there's really nothing. Like there's nothing to it. And it's been that way my entire life. It's also uh it's also pretty much completely like transparent like it, mm-hmm. it's like again it looks like wa- coconut water in yeah. the sense that like if you poured coconut water into a glass like you can definitely see through it but like maybe there's like a little like a tiny bit of opaqueness to it yeah well the other day uh-uh. i was engaging in, in copulation uh-huh. and um i I was going, I was about to, I was about to come and I was going to come on a very specific place. Yeah. And, uh, and when I did, I full on in the midst of coming went, holy shit. I said that out loud. I was like, holy fucking shit. And my partner was like, what, (laughs) what happened? Yeah. And I was like, I, this has never happened to me before. I came, what I think, what I'm assuming is like a normal person's load. Okay. There was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of it. Uh-huh. Like, a, like a surprisingly a lot amount. Mm-hmm. And it was <clears throat> very opaque. Okay. Very noticeable. Okay. And extraordinarily viscous how jarring it was so fucking jarring <laughs> did you look for someone else you're like did someone else i was i was fu- i was fucked up i was like i couldn't find i, I wouldn't shut up shut up about it for the did fucking. you grow a vas deference there's it's what's not possible it's there? not possible i don't what's know what's going on there? i don't know i don't know if it's trikafta i don't know what the fuck is what happened how come people aren't talking about this as a side effect of trikafta? You have to look into Because it's this. new. It's brand. It's so new. But it's, it's so only new. new here, isn't it? It's so new. But even if I Googled like trikafta and come, like the, the, that's no. so far from the fucking things that matter when it comes to this drug. But other but, but I got I, I to gotta bring it up. I got to bring it up to my to the CF team to be like, look, my 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 ejaculate has changed. Yeah. What does that mean? 
And I, I really want to talk to someone who like knows, like I want to talk to like a urologist or someone, someone that knows like the ins and outs of this, because it was like, it was a massive load. It like, I could, I literally could like, this is so gross, but I could like pick it up. Yeah. I could like, I could like pick up the <laughs> amount of it. And like when I spread my fingers apart, it would like, it was sticky. Yeah. It's, and what's so funny is like two or three days before I was having a conversation and I was saying, man, I really like, I know it'll never happen, but I would love to know. Cause I was talking about how my, my how uh, there was a revelation in the relationship where, where my girlfriend was like, Hey, like you don't got a lot of come, eh? And I was like, no, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's great in the sense that there's not a lot of cleanup, but I really love to know what it would actually feel like, you know, to like, just come like a normal oh my human. God, is your girlfriend a genie? I don't fucking know. I mean, it felt like, <laughs> I don't know what she did, but it felt like she did something that made just, I, I like, I, I like came, I came, no. And that was the other thing. There was no like, so like there was no ex, like extra stimulation on my prostate. Cause I was thinking maybe it was like, maybe it was like seminal fluid, like from the prostate that like, it was just, there was more. Also, there was no bad. There was, the, here was the other fucking crazy thing. There was no backup. There was no backlog. So I hadn't, I had been coming really consistently for like days. Right. Yeah. You know, new relationship. We're having lots of sex. Yeah. The, so there was no like, there was no time period where I didn't come much. Yeah. Where you were banking it up. Yeah. None of that. Mm. It was fuck. It hasn't happened since. But it was fucking crazy. Like it was, I obviously. I can't to begin to explain to anyone how crazy it was. You kind of had to be there, but it was fucking crazy. I think I, I, I think the part that probably anyone listening could relate to, or, or a lot of people could relate to is the, mo- is a moment where their body did something that they were like, it has never done that before. Yeah. Like, like the first moment someone squirts, you know, like yeah. someone's like, I'm not a squirter. And then they fucking squirt and they're like, Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. Like that's what it, that's what I imagine it felt like. It felt like I squirted. Yeah. I went, holy shit, that was fucking. I didn't know. I didn't know I could do that. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any relevant examples for myself, but I do feel like, you know, your body. You spend all your time with your body. Yeah. And you're pretty familiar and you know with it, everything that yeah, it yeah, does, yeah. and then something different happens. I mean, that's the thing about aging too. Yeah. Is Stuff like that's happening all the time. You're like, is this the new normal or is this temporary? Or, you know, I'm not saying I'm a hypochondriac, but I have, you know, at at many times in my life wondered if I was sick with something. It turned out I appeared to, well, I wasn't. Um, But I, and I think that by this point in my life, I realize that probably most of the things I think are abnormal are pretty just benign yeah. Yeah. and whatever. One thing I thought about could be the potential was that I, in the middle of the sex we were having, I, I, I kind of had like a ruined orgasm. Oh, interesting. So like, so there could have been a little backlog. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But, but that doesn't that count. Works. That doesn't count for like the change in texture. Yeah. The change in color and texture, like the amount maybe okay. but like, but I've, I've done that a thousand times. I've had ruined orgasms. Like right. I, I do that. I do that almost not every time, but like I do that a lot. I do that a lot where like I've, I've gotten very good at, 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 I I really don't like coming before my partner. And so, but it's sometimes it's really hard not to, especially if it's someone who like doesn't 
come like quick. Yeah. And so uh, over the last few years, I've become really good at like bringing myself right to the fucking edge and then just like pulling out, like pull it, pulling back enough to be, to be like, Ooh, that was really close, but it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of happened, but like, I felt like, uh, I, 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 I like part of me just fell over the edge and, you know, it kind of like had that, like that, you know, when like when a, when a dick comes, it like, it starts to like kind of throb a little bit. Yeah. I had a, like, like almost like a pulse. half throb, a half pulse or like two pulses, but nothing came out. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I didn't like, I didn't fully climb. So it was like kind of a ruined orgasm where I was like, Whoa, that was cool. And then, <clears throat> you know, whatever, like 10 minutes later went full bore and then this this whole thing happened. So like maybe it was that, but <clears throat> man, I don't know. It was something else. Yeah, I was gonna try to make something up based on on, you know, maybe, you know, it, it starts to come out, but then it hangs out inside and the amount of time it's spending in that halfway zone changes its composition, but then you've never experienced before. Yeah. That could be it too. That, yeah. But you've never experienced before and you've done this, you know, edging thing before. Yeah. So maybe it's not that. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe it is that. And like, and there was like, like it was just that one off thing where exactly what you just said, like, cause I'm imagining when that happens that, wherever this wherever cum comes from you know wherever seminal fluid without semen comes from mm-hmm. whether it's your prostate or like it's probably m- more than just one place mm-hmm. that sort of like almost comes out but it stops so it's like kind of trapped i guess in the urethra maybe mm-hmm. it's just hanging out in there yeah picking up dead skin cells and- or whatever the fuck yeah. yeah and then if it hangs in there for enough time and then when you actually do come there's like this the secondary like well this is this is the actual yeah. amount that you that you built up over ten minutes now, and then this is going to come too. And so, so maybe, yeah, maybe it was that. I don't know. I have no idea. But isn't it fun? If to anyone's listening things? and knows, come real well. <laughs> fuck, please turn me on podcast at gmail.com. I'm dying to know. Well, I uh, I'm happy for you and all of these big life changes with the uh, with your body and with your relationship status. Just using the big G word, big girlfriend word. It's really yeah, I said girlfriend, didn't I? You did a couple of times. You kind of yep. said it. You said it quietly, though. It's not quite comfortable <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Still, still looking happy, cheerful. I'm the ha- honestly, I'm the happiest I've been in a long time. That's like a really long time. That's, that's really good. good. Yeah, it feels really good. Going into the summer, feeling. Like it's gonna be hot, Jeremy summer. Yep. Yeah. Hot dog boy summer. How you doing, hot dog? Yeah. Man, summer feels. Uh, it feels. Uh, it's really weird as a student, again, to be like, I need a temporary job for yeah. four months. What can I do? If you're out there and you're listening and you're in the Halifax area and you have a job with a cool person, I can do pretty much anything. I'm yeah, very you can. Capable. Yeah, pretty good at all. Uh, let me know because I'd like to stick around here. Otherwise, I'm going to go home to the island and yeah. and try to hang out with my, my little sister who's pregnant with her third baby. She's coming home. And in that case, I guess we would have to find a way to record 
a little bit over there. So if you're on Prince Edward Island and you're looking to be a guest on Turn Me On, I know there's a couple of people who have introduced themselves to me as always trying to think of a way to get onto the show. But Well, just do something crazy. Yeah. And then hit us up. Be like, yo, I, I put like... Make an independent film full of full frontal, yeah. real full frontal nudity. Yeah. And then we can talk about that. All right. Well, uh, folks, I hope you enjoyed this little host episode. Um, and uh, although it was late, it was very fun. Glad you enjoyed it. If you did, uh, <laughs> you can leave a rating and a review. Uh, just assuming We're you enjoyed so it. so glad you enjoyed the so show. So glad you right? enjoyed this. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Stop it. You're too kind. Rate the podcast on your Spotify mobile app. And um, if you want to reach out, if you want to tell me what happened to my cum, uh, turnmeonpockets.gmail.com. Or if you have a brain boner, turnmeonpockets.gmail.com. Or, or if you have a job for Brady. Yeah, turnmeonpockets.gmail.com. <laughs> uh, and uh, and tell, tell someone you love that you listen to the show and see if they would be interested in listening because we always love extra ears. So uh, thanks, folks. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Don't get COVID, uh, and if you do, then drink you know, lots of water. drink lots of water. Uh, <laughs> but until then, wash your hands, wear a mask where you feel necessary, and uh, be kind to your neighbor. And also, go fuck yourself. There we go. I mean, touch. There we go. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.